Kimo, blanchel, bora, tchau. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kikuwa Junior Show, starring Junior Kikuwa Junior. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bonet Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekuwema Junior! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Mama. Okay, settle down. Let's settle down. Hello, 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 was when we was bringing an animal in, right, to, to the islands. Because, no, you got to do that in Hawaii. See, so if you go to, like, if you go to the mainland, right, and you bring in one dog, okay, or you bring in one horse, or you bring in whatever, you got to go quarantine first, right? So we're all being quarantined like animals, okay? And then, well, it could be worse, Hawaiians. They could just open fire. You see what I'm saying? But anyway, no, but, but for real, that's the only time we heard of quarantine. And then now it's like, oh, well, quarantine is like for everybody now. So it's like, oh, okay. So you, so what you have to do is you go look at your dog. Look at your dog and tell him, bro, it's just me and you, buddy. That's so right. It's just going to tell you, you know, we, now we're on, we're on that level. Hawaiians. Has it come to that? We are on that level. So, so there was this viral video that went viral. Okay. On my Facebook page. Actually, not real viral. Like, you know. But it just, a lot of people started sharing, they started commenting. There was this lady from the mainland, right? She lives here now, but she's originally from the mainland. So she looks the part. You see what I'm saying? And it, the things that people don't like in Hawaii, so so you guys, you guys that are outside, I get, bro, the majority of my audience is outside Hawaii. And we, we would like to say aloha to you guys. Hawaii is a, a great place to visit. It's a great place to come and, you know, see the volcano. You guys can come and see the, you know, but you can see any kind. You can see, you can see the west side. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Maybe you want to scratch that. You want to come and see a luau, okay? You want to see diamond head. You want to see all these things. Jump in a car and then you travel around, okay? Uh, anyway, but, but when you come to Hawaii, right? Okay, the last thing you want to do, if you have complaints, especially about Something that's, you know, like on the island, something concerning local government, something concerning the people that live here. Okay, please, please don't do that. And I'm just saying, I mean, it's not because you cannot. I mean, you can. But you're going to get a backlash like you never, uh, like you never dream. Okay? No, for real. Because I put this lady on the thing. And everybody, it turned into a racial thing. I was like, what? I was like, it turned into a racial thing. So, apparently, there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of hurt, you know, like, with the Hawaiians. And I, I'm not only talking about people with Hawaiian blood. I'm talking about Hawaii residents of Hawaii, you know, a lot of them, right? Especially the ethnic 
residents, you know, the Filipinos, Japanese, all these guys, right? And it goes back years and years and years. So I'm just telling you, when you guys come, just, you know, if, if you're dissatisfied with the service at the hotel, okay, the last thing, I repeat, the last thing you want to do is go off on the hotel employee, okay? Because, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, so I was in Waikiki back in the day. Now, I've, I I don't hang in Waikiki anymore, but I used to, right? And my Uncle Larry, we used to go cruising. But my Uncle Larry, my Uncle Larry would, would do certain things to people like that. And and he would start with a phone call, and it was just like, hey, uh, bro, you let go check on the car? And, and brother would get picked up. One time, I'm going to tell you, no, nah, I, I can't mention names. I don't mention names, always, okay? And the reason why I don't mention names is because some of these people are still alive, right? Okay, so, but one time, we went on a boat, okay? This was on mission. It was kind of like a mission, right? And I was with my uncle, okay? And and my job, my job was to sit down and shut up. And the question in the beginning, see, I didn't know what was going down. And the question in the beginning, okay, I was I was like 19 years old. And the question in the beginning was, you let go for a boat ride. And I was like, yeah, okay, we go for a boat ride. Okay, now my idea of of a boat ride and what happened was two different things, see? So Hawaiians, I thought I was gonna jump on a boat. I thought we was going to go out on a boat, maybe, you know, throw a line inside, you know, look for some fish and maybe get on strike. Maybe, you know, that's what I thought we was going to do, okay? But no, we went down to Hawaii Kai. We jumped on a boat in the marina, okay? And and so my uncle said, don't, don't mess up with the buckets. So had these buckets. You know the buckets you put, uh, I think it's concrete mix or something? And then, and then they had the, they had the, the covers on these buckets. There was white plastic buckets. And they had the covers on top. And he had pig blood inside of the, the buckets, okay? And these other three guys came on a boat, right? And, and it was like nothing was happening. And they had beer and everything. And they started drinking beer and stuff like that. And then we got out in the middle of the Molokai Channel. So it was like right outside. Makapu, we kept going. We kept, you know, you make the turn, right? You make the left turn outside of Moana Lua Bay. The local guys over here, they know. Okay, so you guys, you guys in, in other countries, uh, in Ghana, in Israel, they listen to us. Okay, it, it's just, it's just a place, right? And we make this left turn and now we're, we're well into the Molokai channel. Now, turns out that one of these guys, okay, he didn't know. This was like, <laughs> bro, this is like a surprise party. So he didn't know. But but turns out he owed money to a certain uh, drug lord, right? <laughs> and, and I didn't even know. And it, well, that's what we could, we didn't call them drug lords over here. We don't call them drug lords, but that's basically what his job was. And so halfway it halfway into the ride, right now we we're like two and a half hours into this ride, and we're right in the middle of the channel, and and all of a sudden, right. The, the, it turns, it turns into a weird vibe. Okay. Because now they're discussing in business terms. It's like, well, there's something we'd like to discuss with you. And now they've already had a beer, right? The guy is feeling good. He, he thinks we're on this pleasure cruise or something. I don't know what he thought. Right. And then all of a sudden it turns serious. And this guy goes, well, we'd like to know how fast you can come up with the money. And the guy was really was trying to explain himself. Well, you know, I'm I'm waiting for this, this, that to happen, whatever. I cannot give details, Owens. Like I said, 
Some people are still alive. And so they take this guy and they throw him overboard in the channel, right? They did you move a boat in the channel. Now, I was terrified. I was looking at this stuff. I was like, whoa, what are they? And then, so, so then one of my uncles takes the bucket, right? And he pops the cover off the bucket. And, and I look in the bucket. I go, whoa, what's that? And he said, pig's blood. And he threw him off the boat, right? He poured a thing in there. Now, pretty, and the guy is swimming, and he's seen this, and he knows what's next, right? And pretty soon... Here they come. So they, they kill the engines on the boat. And this guy, is in a, this guy is in the middle of the channel. And he started to, you know, panic, right? Because they're pouring pig's blood in the water, okay? And you know what the next step is? Shocks, okay? Well, let's just say Hawaiians. Things are done a little bit different in, in Hawaii, okay? And especially in the old days, right? Because here's the thing, right? I was explained to after the fact. So on the way back, you know, I was traumatized. They, they ended up pulling them back on a boat, right? But first, they said they had to scare them, right? And so they, this whole thing was kind of risky too because if, okay, so it's it's not illegal for a shark to kill somebody. See what I'm saying? It's not illegal. So, so not in Hawaii. I don't know where they get laws like that, but in Hawaii, it is perfectly legal for a shark to kill somebody, okay? But it is illegal, okay? It is highly illegal for another human being to kill somebody. So, so anyway, so they pull this guy back on the thing. After they come to an agreement, now the guy is in the water. And they're, they're you know, they're negotiating, right? And then finally the negotiations is power. Finally the guy says, okay, okay, okay. And because they're pouring more blood in the water, right? They start with a little bit of blood and then more blood. And then pretty soon, okay, okay, okay. And so they, they grab this guy and they pull him back on the bay liner, right? That was the boat. It was like on 25, I don't know, 27 foot or whatever. And so they pull this guy back on the boat, right? And then, and then he's on it, bro. He, he is shaking. I mean, this guy is shaking up, right? Now, from all I can tell you, because I I didn't I didn't say a word until until we got back to the dock, and then the guy left, right? Everybody left, and I was with my uncle we were driving back to town, and and the other brother was putting away the boat, right? And I was driving with my uncle back to town, and and I was I was even scared to just ask my uncle anything, and I turned to him and I said, I said, Uncle, why what 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 is going on? Like what what just happened? Right, and he told me. He said, "Well, you see, we have certain ways of dealing with certain people." And I'm, and I'm like, "Whoa, what the guy did?" Okay, then he tells me this story, okay, about about certain things that that they did, right, in in the trade, okay, and and this we're talking, you know, it's so locally they call them a syndicate, okay. In the mainland, they call it mafia. Some, I mean, but but it's different. It's not Italian mafia over here that did this. These are local guys, right? And so stuff like this is very, very like traumatizing to me. But I tell you what happened, right? Every time that these guys dealt with that guy who was in the water, bro, it was it was like automatic. Oh yeah, what you like? <laughs> right, right. All this thing, they like, bro. He never, he never forgot that. And and as a matter of fact, I I never forgot that either. And I mean, bro, I tell you, it's not it's not easy. You cannot unsee stuff, Hawaiians. You cannot unsee stuff. But bro, this this whole place was run a little bit different, right? 
Now those days of the, you know, the way they dealt with stuff like that, those days are power. Those like those days are gone. But I can tell you that it was stuff like and they didn't even have cameras. They didn't have cell phones where they could shoot the video and put it up for an example for somebody. You see what I'm saying? But but that guy's word of mouth alone, right? And the other two guys that was on the boat, their word of mouth plus that guy's word of mouth, right? Because he didn't know me. He probably told his old family like what happened, right? And, and that word of mouth alone was good enough. Right to send a signal down to the, you know, what we call a coconut wireless, because that's what we call it. So gossip was the coconut wireless, and that's what they did, right? So you probably, you probably wondering, what does this have to do with the law of attraction? Okay, Hawaiians. So I'm gonna tell you guys. Okay, the law of attraction says, right, what you focus on intensifies. This guy, the guy that was in the water, okay, the guy that was in the water was focused on gambling. He was focused on gambling. He was focused on accruing debt, okay? And as his debt got bigger, okay, what did he try to do? He tried to make them back. Oh, bro, I'm gonna make them back, I'm gonna make them back. Now, his line of credit got extended, okay? Kind of sort of, not from a bank, this is from a, we'll call it an independent loaning association. and. And so, you know, so pretty soon he got to the point where like the odds was like one gazillion to one that he was going to make them back. See, and so so what ended up happening, so what they used to do with these guys, there was there was a couple different methods to deal with this. One of them was you want the guy working for you. okay? instead of just like letting them go because then all your money is going. okay? so then they would sign these guys to agreements. And then, then this whole thing, you know, so there was a legal side to this. There was a legal arm to this. And there was an illegal arm to this. Okay, so my, my, my point is, when you focus on something negative, you get involved with something negative, Hawaiians, but you can, you can, you can reap that, that negative effect, see? Now, if you go the positive way, right, then, it's, then you can get positive. Okay, so these guys, so we saw how many entertainers, right, back in the day. So my uncle them. You know, I had this dream, right? So I had this dream of, okay, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be an entertainer. I'm going to be, you know. And then I got behind the scenes, right? I got behind the scenes and I was told, this is the entertainment business, right? Because they didn't want you focusing on the, the lights and that. You know, all that stuff, right? Because that was for the audience, okay? That was for the audience. So in the in the back, right, On you know, like, in, in the background of the entertainment industry, right? It was totally different by the record. So so you had these guys from the record companies, right? And and this guy, the same guy that worked for the record company would sell this musician, right? Some stuff, okay? So so you know, let's just call it stuff. It could be cocaine. It could be, you know, pretty soon it, it, it kind of, it, it went from that. It went, you know, they, they had cocaine and heroin. It was like a, it was like an enhanced offering after a while because these guys were crystal mad. They went, but they went all kind, okay? And so, so pretty soon, these guys, right? As a matter of fact, there's some musicians that, that were actually peddling this, this kind of stuff, right? For the record company. Okay, so, so pretty soon, right? These guys, because they all got involved. Why? Okay, money and fame. The, the, the two 
biggest intoxicants, okay, money and fame. So, so the first thing, right, when I when I came in, right, when I came on the scene, and then not came on the scene in the entertainment world, but when I came on the scene, when I started observing, started learning this stuff, right, and and you know, and I, and I, I learned from this one guy who who actually left Hawaii. He built a garbage service in um, Alaska. He he had trucks like garbage trucks. He he, he built his own business up and everything. God bless him. He's gone now. But, bro, I learned from him, right? And he used to pull me on the side. He goes, you see that? And then, and, you know, I used to see him, right? And I think he liked me. And, and you know, because cause he, he, he told me everything, right? He goes, you see that there? He goes, you know what that's all about? And he used to tell me. So I used to hang out with him, right? And so we used to, you know, we used to go around and hang out. Pretty soon I started noticing these things all over the place, right? So these guys were actually doing a lot of stuff under the table kind of thing like that, right? And so so these guys were actually the 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 facade was there, right? The the front part, right? And then there was the back part. So the front part was just like, okay, this is what this is. In the back part, it's like no way that's that that's what that is, right? And these guys in the background, right? So the same guys are working for the record company, they would sign these guys to contracts. Okay. These guys were signed to contracts, and then pretty soon, right, they, they would, you know, they would have to keep going because they had work contracts. And and pretty soon, what helps you keep going, right? Stimulants. Okay, then what do you do? Well, you buy the stimulants, but you buy the stimulants from the same guy that works for the same cup. So in other words, the money is coming out that door and going right back in that door, you see? So it's like a circle, and everything is going through Okay, they have one thing in common. Everything is going through that entertainer, that one person. Okay, so so the money is going through that person. That person is is paying for the you know stimulants, right? And then the, then it's going right back in the door. The money is going right back in the door, right? Because the, the the guy right doesn't know necessarily. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't even know that guy's working for the record company. See. So, so it was like a, the conduit was the, the entertainer guy, right? And it would just, it would just run through the, or the musician, whatever it was, run through the guy, run through the guy, run through the guy. Pretty soon, rehab. Okay. Cause you cannot, I mean, you can only go so much. See what I'm saying, Hawaiians? You can only go so much before those stimulants take you down. Now, this was, this was just part of the racket. There was a whole racket. This, this thing was all, well, this thing was all set up. This thing was planned. Everything was in place, right? And and but I tell you the, the the magnitude of this thing, right? So <clears throat> it's it's very important that you know what something is before you start manifesting. Okay, so I almost manifested the wrong stuff. See, because I I had you know I was trying to manifest. I didn't know in back in the day when I was hanging out with these guys and doing all these stuffs. I had no idea what I was manifesting, right? And so one day, one of my uncles sits me down and he goes, look, bro. He goes, let me put it to you this way. Okay. Because everybody was putting up to me all kinds of ways, right? This one guy said, okay, we're going we're gonna to make you on 45. Okay, 145. Okay, I know 45 sounds like on gun and it is. But back in the day, they had these little discs, okay, and they were called 45s. So how they would test you, okay? Is they would do in 45, they would give you a contract for a single. Okay. And then they give you the contract for the single. 
and then you know but you can be into them for the money okay so if the single fails and most singles did right because there's two songs on a single one on the front one on the back and they would sell this at the record stores now if 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 that's the you know the thing that gets you locked in okay so that's the first thing now if they did an album with you okay that meant that you were like real promising and they would make this album now it was called a one album uh, a three-year it was a three-year contract okay so it was a one option one album with an option for second album contract and the way this thing worked right was the first the first album cost about thirty thousand dollars and then so so you would have to right go in for 30 you're signing you're basically signing for 30 grand you don't know you're signing for 30 grand but you're basically signing for 30 grand then you you go out and and you hope hopefully everybody comes together everybody likes you and then boom you're selling okay so my uncle had to put it to me this way right he sat me down and he goes look he goes you know the game already you still you saw everything already and i'm like yeah i saw everything but but i, I like i like i like entertainment i like go do that kind of stuff he goes all right look let me put it to you this way he goes you want to spend the rest of your life playing baby parties for these guys working off your your decade for these guys working off all that money for these guys or second option so i'm like oh i gotta hear this second option right because i like I did not like the second option, how I, so I I hated that damn second option, right? So the second option, he says, or oh, you can work hard all your life and you can do all of this without them, right? And I'm like, no, 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 uncle, you're crazy. I cannot, I cannot do what they're doing, right? Okay, so I, I thought, right, I thought, because I was looking at the big shows and I was looking at all this stuff, right? But I didn't know that that it was all set up the way it was, right? And it was totally set up, Hawaiians. Okay, so so in other words, what I'm trying to tell you is I was manifesting, you know, I was vision boarding this stuff. I would go, I would watch the shows. You know, I watched these big shows that they had. And they were, okay, one day it's going to be me and I'm going to have a big show, right? And then pretty soon, my uncle started sitting me down and go, look, Look, you see that person over there? You think that person has a lot of money? They have their own house. They have a big car. They have all this stuff. I said, well, they have a big show. And then he started showing me stuff. But it, they had papers and everything. They had, they had books, right? Accounting. So there's this one girl, she showed me the accounting of this famous, famous, famous music group, right? And I'm like, oh, my God. So there was like, you know, so you see the ledger, right? So there was, there was, you know, a few thousand here, a few thousand there. There was like 20,000 deposit there. There was like $120,000 deposit there. And then they had like debit, $50,000, right? And I'm like, wow, 50,000. They just, they just took out 50 grand like that. Well, did they buy a house? And she goes, uh, no, uh, cocaine. I'm like, what? So, so this is this thing, right? So we saw a lot of this stuff happening. And then they saw, okay, so I'm talking about my uncle. Them. They saw people like get really like ripped off from management, from, from managers, from promoters, from all these guys, right? They, they all in this thing. And it, it was, it got pretty ugly, right? So my uncle tells me, look, you gotta know what you're focusing on. What you gonna focus on? You can focus on all of this. You're going to focus on doing the business yourself.
right? And then so I began to see how this uncle was right, okay? Because he knew all them guys and he he was involved to a certain degree with certain stuff. And and so I, oh, okay. So so I started, you know, slowly my dream was dissipating, Hawaiians. It was going, my dream was slowly going down the tubes, okay? And and when I, because I saw behind the curtain, right? And I'm going to write this book one day. It's going to be called Behind the Curtain. And I'm going to write this book. You know, maybe maybe in another five years, I'll write behind the curtain, and and it's going to tell the whole story. But it's going to tell the story like you guys never you guys never seen this story, because all these stories that they told along the way was all manufactured. It was all it was all show business. It, that's all it was. It was show business, the business part, right? And that's that's how it was taught to me. It was the business, right? The business. Okay, so so this uncle's telling me, focus on your own business. Okay, that's that business, that's that industry. Okay, you focus on yours, and so I'm like, okay. So I, at some point, I decided, all right, let's shift the focus, and let's make it about business, right? And so I started focusing on business. I started focusing. Okay, we're gonna make this thing happen somehow. We're gonna make this happen, right? And one day, we got to Waikiki, and it was a series of manifestations. Okay, but that's not a podcast. But what I'm trying to illustrate to you guys is there's a lot of stuff going around in the country right now. There's a lot of, you know, if you think that this virus could cripple a world like this, okay, you, you got to take a second look. That's all I'm saying. Okay, if you think that, you know, show business is all that glory and all that glamour and and, and if you think that, that there's no price to pay for that stuff, then you got you to gotta start thinking again, right? So there's always a price to pay for something. The way that we got lucky, the way that I got lucky, as a matter of fact, you know, is that instead of having to, you know, instead of having to work for somebody for free baby parties, like the rest of it, right? I actually got my own baby parties to play for. And I didn't have to pay anybody except my sound man and, you know, whoever else played with us and whatever, right? We, you know, we pay everybody what they what they make. But some of these guys, bruh, they they were involved like up to their neck in stuff. And there's a lot of famous people. So I'm gonna tell you young guys this, right? You guys have such a blessing with YouTube. You guys have such a blessing with Instagram. All these free stuff you guys get. And you guys can build a following and make money, right? Facebook, all this stuff. You guys can build a following and make money. Now back in the day, right, you had to go through these gatekeepers. And these gatekeepers kept the gates so I mean, bro, these gates was guarded. They had armed guards at the gate. I'm not kidding. I've seen that. I've seen the arms. And, and they, had, they, had, they had armed guards, bro, right there guarding the gate. You see? But that was the old days, right? So now things are getting better. Now you can go and get your own following, make your own money. And if you get on a social media account and you get 20,000 people and only 5,000 are buying from you, you're making good money. You see? Back in the day, it was different. But the point is, know the truth about what you're focusing on. Because back in the day, right, I thought this is all like, oh, I'm going to be like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. That's what I want to do. I want to do that, right? Well, if I would have gotten involved in that, if I was lucky enough to get involved in that, right, I never would have had mine, okay? So a lot of these guys, buddy, they ended up, Working for years and years outside of entertainment just to pay back what they owe. 
Okay, and a lot of these guys had contracts. Now, here's another way that, that record contracts work in the old days. Okay, in the old days. Now, they, they would get a contract. They would sign a contract. Okay, now, what they would do, the record company would go get advertising, right? And I know this because I used to work for a record company, right? So, at one point in my life, that's what I did. And this guy educated me. He taught me the whole thing, you know. So, more so, I saw behind the curtain right because i didn't know that the office side now i was learning the office side and he goes no what we do see we get five six artists okay so they get block prices from like newspapers radio right so they get discount so they go to the they go to the entity the broadcast entity and they buy in bulk They're basically that's that's the best way to explain it they buy in bulk but they charge each account full price and they take the rest off the top. You see what I'm saying, Hoynes? <clears throat> so that's the that's the way that they charge the account. So the account would become cash heavy, right? Debt heavy. So that the account was, you know, so that the music artist would go into debt like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, right? And pretty soon, right, they, they the artist would wonder why. Why don't why don't we get royalties? We sold 20,000 albums, right? Why don't we get royalties? Well, you guys not getting royalties because everything is being charged to your account because that's what you guys wanted. They wanted newspaper, they wanted radio, they wanted all this stuff, right? Advertising. Okay, so they wanted to be, quote, popular, end quote, right? So that's a, that's a side. So, so now, right, in this day and age, the difference is people are educated now. They know that, that game, right? They know that game. Right, and they educated not only that, but you don't have to go through a record company, right? You don't have to go through Sony Records. You don't have to go through all these guys. You can just go out and do your own, okay? So now, when you get to the country part of things, right? Dive a little deeper, you guys. Go a little deeper than the surface. Find out what's really going on. Take a look at what's really going on. There's a division. There's a division, right? There was always a division, even even in the entertainment world. There was a division, okay? And a lot of these guys, right, because they knew that, that oh, wow, well, you know, his, his uncle is Larry. We cannot, cannot mess with him. Because they knew stuff like that, they couldn't do them to me, right? They couldn't, like, oh, let, let sign you. There was a time I was trying, right? At one point, I was trying. I was like, oh, I like my record contract. So we was, we was hitting up these record companies. Nope, nope, nope. They wouldn't touch it, right? Because <laughs> they, they cannot, right? So we had on, we had on dinner. We had on dinner, and this was like just a few years ago, and we had on dinner with some of these people who are in power places, you know what I'm saying? And and we had on dinner, and I said, you know, the the only thing I, I really, I don't know why, that, you know, we tried so hard, right? And, and one of the uncles looked at me, and he said, uh, because they couldn't. And he, he looked at me, and I go, oh, oh well, okay. And then I had to shut up again. You see, but it's always important, Hawaiians, to know the way things really work. When you know the way things really work, okay, regardless, regardless who you know, regardless who your family is, if they're in the mob, they're not in the mob, they the pool cleaner, whatever. But if you know what you're gonna manifest, that's important, right? Because you gotta know if you're chasing something that's not really there, okay? Cause, cause after a while, right? Okay, after a while, a contract came to an end, and Waikiki went bone dry, right? And I made no connection. 
I made no connection. I thought, I thought, wow, things are just changing. No, actually, there was a business reason why, right? And then all these guys started moving out of Waikiki, you know, but they set up shop in Waikiki for a while, you see? But, but everything started changing. So, so my, you know, my point is when you look at something, find out what it really is because you may not want to manifest it that way. Now, the good news was when I focused on my own, guess what happened? Everything happened and it all happened to me on my own. I, I, I had huge audiences for many years, right? We went to Waikiki. We did the Waikiki show. Yeah, there was guys in Waikiki that, that blocked us and stuff. But that's their business. That's their, that's their backyard, right? That wasn't ours. We didn't spend 25 years working in Waikiki building up something. So it was all fine and good. They blocked us left and right. They overcharged us in the showroom. They did all kinds of stuff. All these guys. And they, you know, and they, they also, <laughs> bro, get this. So they also, after they did that, right, they actually infiltrated the church. And then all these guys, you know, that was a lot of podcasts, remember? And all these guys, right, they all went in the church. So, so all these guys. So when I went to church and I go, hey, isn't it nice that all the gangsters, because I knew these guys. They all knew my uncle. And, they, and I go, isn't it nice that all these gangsters are in church now? You know, and they, they they turn a new leaf. All these gangsters are they? Wow, oh, they 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 good now. They good people now. I remember when they used to, you know. And then I went, wait a minute, wait a minute. I remember. That's right. I remember. And then then I looked around, right, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. This is this is like like everybody. Hey, wait a minute. I started taking inventory. I started looking around the church. And then I came to the conclusion, wait a minute, this is the new syndicate, right? And all of a sudden, I put two and two together, and then, oh, I, I, I gotta go on. Uh, anyway, I put two and two together, and then we realized that church was the new syndicate. That, that's all we, yeah, it kind of changed, you know, kind of like, okay, you can, we can run this racket only so long. Then you need a new racket, so they, they set them up in a church. Hey, we'd like to mahal our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen, Island Club and Spa. You better Randy, sister Jerry over there. And we'd like to mahal a voice master enterprises, family of service companies, and AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinin. He is on, uh, he is on it. He is on it like a honey. And I don't mean the kind, deadly kind of honey, like a good honey. Right, just go on iTunes. Check them out. Darren Chine. All right. Hey, till next time. I'm Trini Kegel with Virginia. Mahalo and aloha. Ah,